This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Do they just run the hell out of the ball, Baldy? Because that's been the underbelly of this Baltimore defense. I mean, I mean that's that's the one area where like McCaffrey had a good game running, and then they got behind yeah. thirty to twelve, Couldn't and they had to start throwing it. But they, team Arizona, had some success running the ball against them. Um, you know, that's that's probably Cincinnati. the one area because you know the linebackers are built for speed and coverage, and you know, and it takes away you know the second interception that was thrown last week was a double corner cap blitz. So here comes Stevens, here comes Marlon Humphrey. They bat the ball in the air, Humphrey gets it. Like you kind of eliminate a lot of those type of Mike McDonald blitzes if you're running, if you if you can stay with the run longer than what the 49ers did last week. Well, and again, to put a bow on this one, uh, if you you got some time on your hands, go back and watch these two from week two last year. This was a game oh, where yeah. two were through for two were through over 50 times for 469 yards and six touchdowns. Lamar Jackson well, was so for just in the fourth quarter, Jason. Yeah. Well, they were down 21 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. You had Waddle and Hill combined for four touchdowns over 360 yards and 22 catches. You had Lamar run nine times for 120 with a touchdown, including a 70-yard run. And you had Lamar have a perfect passer rating, um, like 21 for 26, 300 plus yards, three touchdowns passing, and he lost because uh, the defense gave up a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure it's going to be that crazy, Baldy. Um, but for anybody who thinks this might be a letdown spot for Baltimore, I don't buy that. They're going to be up for this game. And they've met every challenge. The, every 500 or above team they've played, they haven't just beat. They've yeah, smashed. they beat badly. They yeah, smashed. Seattle, Detroit. I mean, they take them apart. San Francisco. No, I, I, you know, I don't think John's going to allow that to happen. I don't think the player, I don't think Lamar is going to let it happen. Yeah. You know, the only thing, like, if you look at Miami right now, like, their defensive line has 52 sacks without Jalen Phillips, you know? And these guys are all, like, it's a, they dominated Dallas up front. And that's why Dallas was held to 20 points. And so, they're, you know, you look at Christian Wilkins and Sealer and Chubb and Van Ginkle, it's a good group, really good group. And so, uh, but, you know, Lamar's the the X factor. Um, You know, his ability to keep his eyes down the field in every situation, um, you know, is something most quarterbacks can't do. And obviously they don't have his ability either. So he might cement the, the MVP with a yeah. win and a good performance against a good Miami team. So there's a lot to really sink our teeth into for this one. You mentioned Dallas. Uh, I know we talked the betting angles of this Detroit-Dallas uh, standalone Saturday night game with Nick, but I, I want to dig a little deeper with you on this one. Also, Boy, I feel like Dallas in, in the trenches has come up a little bit small now, two straight times against AFC teams on the road. Now they're back in their building where they've been great. But I look at how the Lions are built and the the, the two back attack. Um, 
you know, a, a tight end who shows up in big moments. <coughs> Excuse me. Jared Goff, we know he's not as good on the road, but Baldy, when he's in a dome, he's usually pretty good. Yeah. Dallas got to him last year, turned him over twice, sacked him four or five times. I don't know that Ben Johnson lets that happen again. Like, can the Lions keep make this a game with volume and dynamic multiplicity in the run game? And if they do, Baldy, I feel like when Dallas is in close and late games in the second half, it does not bring out the best in them. Well, I mean, you know, people just want to say, well, they're undefeated at home and they score, you know, 35 points a game or whatever it is. Like, you still – like, you just can't use that as the, the analysis. Well, they're at home. Like, because right. then you're not really looking at the strength of Detroit. And when you line up Frank Ragnow and Glasgow and, and Penny Sewell and you let those guys get going, and both tight ends are good blockers, like, it's a challenge for Dallas. And it's been a weakness all year in losses to Arizona, in losses to Philly. In losses to Buffalo, especially. Like in their losses. And then you'll see Miami come right down the field. And you go, what are they doing? Like they're just giving them these five yard stop routes. Like they're not really challenging. And then when you really look at it, Mike is special, obviously. Sure. But there's really nobody else that's winning. I mean, he he kind of creates all the disturbances back there. And so, like, all right, like, you know, you you just so you just basically say, Mike is not gonna beat us. Let Tank Lawrence or Dorrance Armstrong, yeah. you know, and, and we'll, we'll, we can hold up. And if you keep Jared Goff clean, that offense is very, very talented. So, like, I think Dallas, I think this is going to be an over game. I think Dallas's offense can also take advantage of things that Detroit yep. does. So, I, I think it's going to be a wildly entertaining game, much like maybe that Seattle Dallas game was on that yes. Thursday night. Yes. It could be yes. That's wildly entertaining yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Part of me just wonders, like, isn't Dallas due to lose a game at home? Like, is Dallas that good? Like, you know what I mean? Are they are they are they really that great? Or have a lot of these scripts been that they can just tee off on people in the second half because they're already up 10 plus, right? And so every down is a pass rush down, and then the you you got them throwing more than they want to, right? And most teams, the ball's really going two places, maybe three, and then Bland jumps one of those, and then the snowball just keeps rolling. I don't know that that's this game ball. You know, look, I don't know what the status of Tyron Smith is right now. We're taping this on Thursday, Jason. Yeah. But, you know, his backup over there, I'm, you know, I'm not going to uh, get negative about his backup. But, he's, he, you know, they really struggled last week mm-hmm. trying to protect Dak. And suddenly, even when Dak has been moving this year, he's been moved really efficiently. Last week he didn't. And they, you know, they sacked him four times and they really harassed him. And they couldn't put up a big number. Like if Tyron Smith is in there, I feel a lot better if Hutchinson's out there or somebody else, like that be able to lock him up or at least keep him off of Dak Prescott. Um, and then I just think like their, their foibles <clears throat> at the goal line are just ridiculous, Jason. Like for Pollard not to score they can't at the run two the yard line on that yeah. pitch option. And for Lupke not to know, like not to the act like he didn't wasn't expecting the ball for some reason. I it's just, but that that's kind of been Dallas. We've yeah. seen that happen before down the yeah. goal line. They have just, I'm not saying that's the analysis, but it keeps showing up, you know, and like, yeah, you, you get to a one yard line, you better, you know, you better score hundred percent of the time in this business. I, I played Dak over two and a half passing touchdowns because of that ball, because when they get in the red zone, they can't run the ball at all. So I just figure at this point, they're just, you know what I mean? Like they're going to live and die with, with Dak trying to throw 
two-yard touchdown passes, three-yard yeah. touchdown passes, four-yard touchdown passes, because they're not really a tush-push team either for whatever reason. Um, yeah, that's certainly an area of the game uh, that, that could end up being telling. You mentioned Seattle. Let's go to this Seattle-Pittsburgh game. Mike Tomlin rallies the troops. The Steelers get off the mat. Um, one game, though, right, in one home game, and it was a game in which Browning, you know, the 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 cart Cinderella's cart turned into a pumpkin a little bit for him, and he certainly helped the Steelers out a little bit there. And then Seattle looked two three weeks ago to me, Baldy, like this thing might be falling off a cliff. But their schedule now is not quite as tough as it was, and lo and behold, they can control their path into the postseason here. Um, they've been good at home; they're always pretty good at home. Um, what do you what do you see in, in this matchup? Um, and what did you think of Mason Rudolph? I mean, uh, yeah, is that good. sustainable? Well, it's easy, you know, it's nice when you throw a five-yard slant in George Pickens, you know, yeah, 92 yards or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, th- those things are always make the quarterback look better. Um, I don't know, like Kenneth Walker makes a difference. You know, if they get Walker running, like you saw against Philadelphia, Walker and Charbonnet, and you got the two tackles back, Big Abe and Charles Cross, and they look pretty healthy up front. You know, that's what Pete wants to do. And Pittsburgh has not been a shutdown run defense um, throughout the year. Uh, they've got pass rushers <clears throat> on the edge, but, you know, they've had problems at inside linebacker. Uh, they keep shuffling the deck there because of injuries and whatnot. Like, I give Seattle a fighting chance. They're not a good defense. But I want to see Mason Rudolph on the road in that atmosphere with basically the playoffs on the line. Yeah. Like, I want to see how he plays. They obviously have had a weakness at quarterback for the last five years. Um they're not winning games for them. You could say, okay, Mason played well last week. He earned, he earned the start this week. Like, you know, you're not going to go back to Trubisky. Right. Um, so, like, I want to see – like, that's not an easy atmosphere to handle. Some some do it better than others, especially if you're, you're relatively inexperienced. Um, for the, you know, he has not played a lot of games. That It's going to be a tough – you know, it's going to be tough for him right now. 